Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. everybody and welcome back to the triple jump podcast it's a video game podcast my name is ben and my name is ashton ashton peter austin not here and why it's that he's got the plops (laughs) he's got the plops peter austin is unfortunately unwell this week so is unable to join us but we are gonna smash it Mm -hmm. kick it out of the park and do it well good in that it'll be absolutely fine yeah are you well i think so yeah i think i'm all right yeah Seems to be potentially a little bit of a sickums going, mm. dumping around the office at the moment. Yes. James Jenkins was off sick yesterday. He's not very well. James. And he was saying he's not feeling 100% today. Mm. Me and Ben were just saying that we also don't feel particularly 100%. No. So hopefully we won't all be sickums next week. We can ride it out. Yeah. Big strong boys and girls. Yeah. We'll be we're fine. We're just going to power through it. I'm sure we will. Yeah. I refuse to miss a podcast. No, you've not done it yet. I've not done it yet. I think I did one in... I missed one in January, I think. I wasn't very well. Uh And then I think I missed one like the week after I started because I was in holiday. Yeah, I was going to say, I swear you've been on holiday. I'm going to miss one in the end of May because I'll be on holobobs. Yeah, I'm going to miss one in July, Mm. I think. I'm going to miss one in July too. Cool. Cool. Maybe we can miss one together yeah. and then Peter can do it all on his own. This is a video game podcast, as I said, yeah. and each and every week we're sponsored by a very real video game adjacent sponsor. Ashton Matthews, do you have the ad read in front of you? There? I do, in fact, Ben Potter. Now, this was supposed to be ready a couple of weeks ago, but due to some kind of changing of plans and taking a different path and just kind of not listening to instructions um mm. it's only coming out now it's meant to come out at easter uh, which as we all know is the religious holiday of the easter bunny big g's uh, big g's so um this is of course a new parable added to the bible brand new mm. ultra deluxe parable new parable yeah this is huge fresh off the press new parable okay um and it is it's stanley's parable right yeah ultra deluxe edition because it's so good and that's why it took a little longer to come out because yeah, people weren't listening to they were they weren't listening to the narrator mm-hmm. potentially and making yeah that's the incredible par- taking the wrong hallways yeah getting lost all so that kind of but now it's in there it's in the new yeah. bible it's in the new bible it's the stanley parable the stanley parable wow ultra um, deluxe when and where can i buy that uh i guess 
Um, wherever you can buy a Bible, I guess. Uh, you buy Bibles. Bookshops sell Bibles? I feel like they just sort of churches give them out. Churches sell Bibles? I don't know that churches sell Bibles. The uh, bedside table of a, any hotel you've ever been to? I checked my bedside tables at the most recent hotel I stayed in. No Bibles. What? Because I was going to do a little Jez's pray. Yeah. As I'm known to do. Yeah. And there was no Bible. No Bible. Absolutely no distraught. Yeah, did a big complaint. Yeah, well, I don't know where you can actually buy a Bible. So if you Bible. know where you can buy a Bible... Um, then <laughs> that's where you can get Stanley's parable from. Stanley's in there. Yeah. Is this real? No. Oh, bugger. But I don't actually know where you can buy a Bible from. I actually genuinely don't. No. I assume most bookstores, but they at the same sell, time... They like a Bible. They just sort of... The people on the street will just give you one. That's true, like a little tiny one. Yeah, but it might be like their strange one where they've added their own parables. Yeah, that's true. Where they, like yeah, little Easter eggs little, in there. <laughs> the little bonus bits in. Master Chief shows up <laughs> yeah. during Revelations. Uh-huh. Be great. I'd yeah. read that. Uh, uh, no, this is not our sponsor. We are sponsored as we are each and every week by our wonderful patrons over at patreon.com forward slush team triple jump, where for as little as $1 per month, you can submit questions to this podcast. We have loads of other tiers available as well. Please go check them out. The, the, the Patreon is jumping right now. Lots of new patrons, and it's really exciting. But that's not all, Ben. We also kind of are sponsored by facebook.com forward slash team triple jump. If you fancy joining the Facebook page, we're really close now. 300 babies away. 300 babies. From... 10,000. Yeah. And we can make a little bit of moolah And from we'll it. stop bothering you. We will stop bothering you. It's so simple. We'll Just stop blabbering on about it. Yeah. Um, I know that you're probably sick of it by now. Sorry. I'm not. Go follow the page if you haven't. <laughs> Thanks. Because probably the people who are most sick of it haven't followed the page. Yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls follow the Facebook page. Yes, they so do. Go get, get it done. It. Go get it done. If you wouldn't mind. Ashton, question one. Yes, this comes from David Lever. David says, "Hiya, Pab. Have you ever encountered a video game? Have you ever encountered video games mentioned mentioned in a weird or unexpected context? I was walking past a nightclub in Japan and heard them belting out a remix of a Legend of Zelda theme. I didn't go in, and I still regret it. Oh. Keep up the fantastic work, David. P.S. The time of Bap is over. Long may Pab reign. Hmm. How do you feel about Pab? I prefer Abup. Okay, I prefer Bapa. Bapa." <laughs> Oh, papa, will you tell me a story? Papa. <laughs> papa. Oh, papa. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Uh, yeah, what? Um, the only weird places I've encountered video games are there's a pizza place in Leicester that I used to drive past all the time to get home. Mm. It's called Mario's Pizza. Maybe I'll see where I'm going with this. Okay. And Luigi they in had the a picture of Mario on their sign yeah. that was just kind of like, had a thumbs, thumbs up. Good pizza um, served good here. Good pizza served here. And then that was, was there for a couple of weeks. And then we drove past and they'd taken the sign down and replaced it with a regular just... I don't know if they'd like just painted over Mario, but he wasn't he wasn't there anymore. And then a couple of weeks later, it returned with a different picture of Mario, but still Mario up on the sign. Mm. Um, and then I think eventually they closed... They like changed the name of the whole pizza place. Uh, it might actually be a chicken shop now. But... Um, yeah, I uh, don't know if they were legally allowed to have Mario on their sign. I guess sneaky suspicion that they are not. And no, then probably not. At one point, I saw it on like I don't know if it was Facebook or Twitter, like a thing of making fun of like people who use copyright things but mm -hmm. incorrectly. And it was on one of those. And I was like, huh, "That's Mario's pizza." Mario's I pizza. Know I know that pizza place. Reminds um, me a lot of the uh, of when Endgame came out, and uh, there was the Thanos bit where he he's got all the stones mm. and he. He clicks his fingers, but it's in Spanish because it's a Mexican restaurant. And he goes, yo, yo soy inevitable or mm -hmm. something like that. 
but then he's not got the shock. There's no stones Where on there. They've stones? been pilfered. Who's standing opposite him? The portly Mexican owner of this restaurant who says something back to him in Spanish and then clicks his fingers, at which point Thanos evaporates as he does in the film. And then it's an animation of him like twerking and dancing with like uh, like a, a sort of samba version of the Avengers theme playing. Love it. And it's just got, in, you know, in, in Spanish, like come to our amazing restaurant. Perfect. Perfect. So good. I think that copyright laws should be revoked because mm. look at all the fun we can have. When nothing's, when everyone's owned Exactly. Everything. Exactly. No laws. Get rid of yeah. all laws. Yeah. That's what I, I think. I think so too. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try and find that video now. Yeah, please. That, that, the music is great. I would love to, to watch it. Um, the other one that I have is when I was in my drama class in year 12, so I was like 15, 16, 16 must have been, um, one of the other groups had a song in their performance. And I had the, they were like playing it and I didn't know what it was. It was kind of like funky. And then a couple of years later, I was playing Undertale and I was like kind of just doing Undertale things. And I realized that the song that they were, they were like doing their performance to was uh, Megalovania. And I was like, and I'm not saying that these girls didn't play video games, but I don't know their lives, but these girls don't they didn't play video, video games. games, okay. I think they just happened to find this and be like, well, this is kind of like techno-ish and we're doing a technology performance. This is kind of like... The bleeps yeah, and the... the bleep, 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 yeah, bleep, exactly. Bleep, 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 bleep. And uh, they... Yeah, the performance was like weird and they had like uh, white masks on because of course they did. That's so deep. And they were wearing black. You could just see their white masks. That's so deep. So deep. That's so clever. Remember. I don't really know what it was. I can't remember what it was about, but they used that song. And it wasn't until a couple years later. I am 17 and this is deep and meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, I still don't really know why they used it or how they found it. But I mean, it was a good, it's a good song. Hey, I'm glad. I'm glad it showed up. That's yeah. awesome. Did you find the video? Yeah, I've got the video. Yeah, I'll play the audio. Let's, uh, here we are, breaking all the rules, as we, as we just said. Got Thanos twerking in front of like uh, various Mexican <laughs> foods. <laughs> it's fantastic. If you just search Avengers, uh, I, I searched Spanish restaurant. That's not right. It's Mexican restaurant. Yeah. It pops up. You'll know exactly. You'll know, what it you'll know when you see it. It's so good. Um, I've never really encountered video games in weird places all that much. Mm. I do remember though, as a child, a child, being so excited when video games would show up on TV, like general terrestrial television before Freeview and, well, I think Sky was around, but we didn't have Sky. Mm. Um, so like on CBBC, yeah. Blue Peter, CITV, uh, BBC News, like the, the Gadget Show and I stuff. I love the Gadget Show. Whenever the games would pop up, I'd be like, Mom, look, it's the thing I like. Look, it's like, it's big because it just felt like it was never showcased in that mm. context, it was not that it was it was looked down on gaming and to an extent it still is, mm. uh, even though back then it was still a huge entertainment industry. I don't know if it was the, the biggest in the world as it is currently and has been for some time, but certainly back then it was still massive. Uh, and yet it still felt like a novelty to see games featured prominently on the, mm. on the television. Um, but there was an example recently 
after I think it was the was it St. Patrick's Day party? Yeah. Uh, at our senior editor Kieran's house, uh, I didn't go, but the following day, a few of us met up at the pub to just sort of hang out. And uh, there was when I was getting a drink at the bar, there were three people at the bar, and I swear to God, they were talking about Elden Ring, but they they were not giving me enough clues to know for sure that they were talking about Elden Ring because I really wanted to join in. Mm. So that I, as I was ordering my drink, I could just hear them saying things like, yeah, so I beat this boss the other night um, and like I got this sword and I was just thinking, please just say the name of a boss. Just say Elden Ring. Because then I could just slide and go, you guys are talking, talking about Elden Ring. Are you enjoying it? <laughs> I'd, I'd had just enough to drink to, yeah. to feel like I could just join in someone else's conversation about Elden Ring. And uh, no. I just didn't get enough con- uh, context, and so yeah. I, I walked I away. Yeah, have been talking about like Bloodborne, and then you look like a right idiot. Yeah, only idiots play Bloodborne. Mm. Complete loser, baby game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I've never. I don't have a. I don't have a Super Mario on a pizza shop sign. Although I've almost certainly seen that kind of thing before. I've gone. Probably <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Absolutely. And have. then just forgotten. Yeah. I've probably seen that pizza place <laughs> to be have. honest. And I yeah. used to live in Leicester. Yeah. Amazing. Wow, it's a shame that Peter's not here. He yeah. seems to keep avoiding us when we do this this segment that we're really trying to introduce. He is never going to get I it. I think he doesn't like it. Cause I think he doesn't he like it, us. He did it last week, and then now he's off again. So I think yeah. maybe it's that's this is the reason. That's the curse of the plops, isn't it? Yeah. Plop well, curse. it's time to do our favorite segment. It's what we play in. It's what we play in time. Time to talk about what we play in. Ashton, what you been playing? I've had one of those weeks where I've been feeling really overstimulated and I have not wanted to play video games. Um, I've not really been sure what to play and I know that I've got Final Fantasy VII, but I haven't quite been in the mindset to fight the evil house again. So I just haven't gone back to it yet. And I do need to fight the evil house at some point, but I just... I can't because it takes so long and it was so annoying and I died and whatever. So I've been playing some Tiny Tina. Okay. And how long are you going to talk about it? I'm not. You're not. I said I wasn't going to talk about it anymore. You, so all we're getting is it. I have played some Tiny Tina. Yes. Okay. I haven't played that much actually. I think we played a couple of hours. Can I ask one follow-up question? Yeah. Are you enjoying it more or less than before? Or the same? Um. I think the same. Oh boy. It's still broken. Um Sad. and I played for about an hour before I got really frustrated. I played Planet Zoo. Uh, I couldn't figure out how to put enrichment toys in my wolf's enclosure. I was getting really annoyed because it kept telling me off mm. that these wolves were like not they weren't didn't have any enrichment. And I was like I don't know how to give him an ritual. You're not telling me how. And then it turns out I had to like research it, but then I thought the research was done and it right. still wasn't giving me any toys. And I got really frustrated. I was having a kind of a bad head day. And I hit my keyboard <laughs> and I turned the game off. <laughs> oh, no, Ashton. And I didn't want to play anymore. Did you go for a little walk? Did you call off? I just went to bed. You just went straight <laughs> to bed. I've had enough. I'm off to sleep. That PC is your enrichment tool. Yeah. And it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. So I've not played a lot this week. I've been a bit like oh, that's a okay. bit sad boy, but um That's okay. Maybe this week I'll play more. No more sad boy. No. Just try being happy, you know? <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> give that a go. I'll give it a go. That's a shame though. I've definitely been there where you 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 play like five minutes of a game and then just go, you know what? Uh, Flip no this. Not today. Don't can't wanna. be doing can't be doing that right now. Yeah. I'm gonna go 
either to bed or get into bed and look at my phone. Look at the small terror rectangle (laughs) for a while. I'm just going to watch TikToks for three hours and fall asleep. That's what I do. You just watch TikToks that I send. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) I I do watch TikToks, but only the ones that Ashton handpicks and says, look how terrible this is. (laughs) They're all great. I played a few things uh, a little bit more Elden Ring Mm -hmm. shock Uh, tiny bit of knowledge is power and um, Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes okay because I was with my family briefly last weekend for a very early birthday celebration Mm -hmm. because it's the only time we were all free to meet up uh, before my birthday next month and they Love knowledge is power, so that's always a hit. Mm-hmm. That always goes down well. With my brothers and sisters, we we play through, as they call it, uh, Man of Madras. Uh, <laughs> because Good. I introduced them to Until Dawn and Man of Madan, obviously yeah. the first Dark Pictures anthology game. And so Man of Madras has just become a catch-all name for all games developed by Supermassive now, mm-hmm. uh, including Hidden Agenda, yeah, which Good. is also a big hit of, uh, of my brothers and sisters. We started House of Ashes, the one with um, Ashley Tisdale. Oh, the one that we played recently? Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know the names of any of them. I just... Ashley Tisdale is the yeah, actor, yeah, yeah. right? You know who the... Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know I only know who she is because you said her name so many yeah. times when we were streaming. Sharpe? Sharpe from High School From High School. High School Musical. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we, we started playing that at Christmas, which was the last time we were all properly together. And then my sister got COVID on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. which then threw Christmas into complete disarray anyway. But the save file was literally 23rd of December at 1 a.m. is the last time that we we played this save file. So mm-hmm. there was a lot of trying to remember what the hell had happened. Yeah. But we managed to squeeze in a little bit of that, which was fun. Uh, the main thing I played this week, though, as threatened the other week, uh, was Blood and Truth, the PlayStation oh, VR yeah, game. Yeah. Um, which is sort of a full spin-off of the London Heist, which is a little taster demo you got with your VR headset, uh, the PSVR. I started it yes, I started it on Tuesday and then finished it yesterday at the time of recording. It is so good. It's really, really, really good. There are moments in it that are just a bit kind of gimmicky, like you've got a little toolkit and you've got a you got to like lock pick and stuff and it's mm. kind of finicky and it's kind of annoying and it ruins the flow and it is basically just one shooting gallery after another yeah but as like a little gangster story for like five to six hours long it's really good and and much like many of the games that i lament for being like stranded on the vita even though they kind of have to stay there because they use touch controls and stuff mm. the same deal applies here where i know it wouldn't really be possible to port it out of VR. Yeah. But it's so good that I'm kind of sad that it's stuck there and very few people are going to play it anymore. Yeah, um, I think it's on the... I think you can play it on Oculus as well. Can you? I think so. What's it Blood it's and Truth? Blood and Truth. It's an exclusive. I'm I fairly think, sure it's an exclusive. If I it's on know, Oculus, that's great. There's definitely one that I saw recently where it had the word blood and I thought, oh, is that the one that you mentioned? But... Sorry, it's that's all right. Uh, the it, mainly it's the performances in it that are so good because mm-hmm. it really does have that high quality. Although it's a bit blurry because it's PSVR, it does have that really high quality uh, Sony presentation. So it's clearly all mocapped and everyone was recording their lines in the moment. And all the performances are are really good. Like all the characters are very sort of stereotypical, and the story's a bit rote. But it's. It's like I'm I'm so impressed by it. I think it's really good and really good fun. And uh, you can 
obviously you've got the two move controllers that control your hands. And if you hold down a button, you'll cycle between thumbs up, like the sort of devil horns, rock on, uh, a two finger salute and a middle finger. Mm -hmm. And so you can just be like... (laughs) I was like tied to a chair being interrogated and my, my thumb, I was just have my thumbs up, just like, Hey, having a great time here. <laughs> Someone's like, my, my sister is <clears throat> talking to me and we're talking about the plan for like the, the evening's gangster activities. And I've just got my middle fingers up going, <laughs> just like all around the room, <laughs> just being a complete idiot. Oh, it's so fun. Like genuinely. Mm. I think one of the best VR games I've played. I, I need played... to put you in Half-Life Alex. I, well, that's what I was going to say. I know Half-Life Alex is the is the gold standard. Uh, but in terms of the limited stuff that I've had on PSVR, and mm. I've played most of the exclusives, as like a narrative-driven experience, really impressed. Yeah. So impressed by that. And I would love a sequel, although I don't know how likely that is. I don't know what Sony London Studios is up to now. Was I it was the same wrong. game? No, it's okay. a, a different game that has a very similar name. Okay. Well, Blood and Truth, if you haven't played it, Highly recommend it. And now the VR, for the first time since I got it, is all packaged back up in its original box. And I don't think it's ever going to come out again. Oh, but I really enjoyed the the, the 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 time that we've had together over the past three weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. re- reconnecting. It's, yeah. been, it's been delightful. Yeah, that's good. I need to put you in, in Half-Life Alex. I'd love to try it. I, I genuinely, I'd really like to play it. Well, once I've cleaned my flat, everyone can come over. How likely is that if i book people in to come over then i'll clean my flat okay well then maybe that sounds like but no one's ever free so well you you've literally never asked us to come over i did and no one was free and then (laughs) i got sad and then everyone came into your house instead (laughs) yes yeah all right well listen what we'll do and they're all a witness to this is that you will ask and you will give maybe a couple of weeks notice yeah and then we'll we'll make it happen and you can clean your flat (laughs) when was the last time you saw the floor I can see the floor of my kitchen. Okay, right. Not cool. Of my Should we move on to question two? Yeah, why not? Let's Callum do that. Straw <laughs> has a question and he says, Hi, Bap. I know you guys aren't the biggest fans of CGI tra- uh, trailers or trailers that don't show in-game footage, but I'd love to know what some of your favorite CGI slash mainly CGI trailers are. I'm a particular fan of the Destroy All Humans remaster trailers, partially because they capture the feel of the games perfectly but also because of the use of the of ramstein songs ramstein sorry songs with crypto singing to their songs throughout both trailers for all the disdain towards them they can be fun and if used properly can build hype while still giving fans an idea of what the game will be like keys keys gallum i don't hate cgi trailers i really like cgi trailers i just don't think a game that's coming out say next week should be only have cgi trailers i think CGI trailer. I agree with Callum in that I think CGI trailers can build hype effectively, mm. but I, I want to. Gameplay is king, After right? A I do. Point. I do just want like a launch. A launch trailer for CGI is probably fine. Mm. You know, something that you roll in cinemas mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, to 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 get out there and, and build the hype. You know, they did a lot of that stuff with Skyrim. But if you're announcing your game, and all I'm seeing is just irrelevant stuff. It's just, it doesn't do it for me. I need, mm-hmm. I want gameplay. I want to see what's going on. But there have been some fantastic CGI trailers. There's no denying that. Can you think of any? What's going on on your Sorry, microphone? Sorry, there's something on my microphone. And it's, I just noticed it and it was going to put me off. What is it? I don't know. Little white thing. Yeah. Those stinky wrestling boys again. Yeah. Leaving detritus, mouth detritus on our lovely Michaels. Yeah. Um. Anyway, 
I really liked mm. the Forbidden West CGI trailer that we got with the new game. Really liked it. Thought it was really cinematic. I liked Aloy doing a little speech, and then when she like appeared over the cusp of the like oh. the mountain, and there was all the music, I was like, oh, amazing. Though after a while, I did get annoyed because I kept seeing that trailer, and I was like, I just want the game to come out. And was it, this when you were saying that it was served to you on YouTube every before every video? single video or anything I was watching? I would get a a Horizon trailer, and I was being like, I already own, I already own it. Leave me alone. Um, and but. I really like the trailer. Other trailers I really liked. I loved the Kano Bridge of Spirits trailer from mm -hmm. the PlayStation Showcase when like that was first announced. I almost cried <laughs> because um, the things were so cute. I was very hormonal at the time. Right. But I saw them <clears throat> and I was like, I need this game. It's indistinguishable from CGI most of the time anyway. Yeah, it's such a beautiful exactly. game. But like, I was <laughs> watching it and those little, the rocks came on and I was like, I gasped so loudly and like almost <laughs> cried because I really wanted it so bad. Um, but that trailer was was so good. And mm. also a trailer that I remember liking and I went back and watched this morning because I wanted to like experience it again was the Last of Us Part 2 trailer, mm -hmm. like the official trailer where she's like playing the guitar yeah. and then like Joel walks Nobody's in. Nobody's sure if Joel is, yeah. is like an apparition and or something. And then she says, I'm going to kill every last every one of them and like looks at the camera. And I was like, oh, this yeah. is this Oh, it just gave me now. shivers just thinking about this it. This trailer, and she's singing like, um, oh, what song is it that she's singing? <sighs> I can't remember. It's not the one that Joel ends up singing in the full game, is it? No, it's a different one. It's a different one. Um, oh, it's a really good song as well, and I've, I've forgotten uh, what it is. Uh, 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 I, can, I can hear it. Yeah, in my head, but, but I, I can't know. remember any yeah. of the lyrics. Um, and that trailer is one of the trailers that I remember being like, this game's going to be great. This game's going to be amazing. And it didn't give anything away mm -hmm. about the story. It doesn't feature at all in the game. It's like a completely standalone thing that we never really see. Um, and it's just like a really great look at like, it looks very similar to the game. So it doesn't feel like it's hours apart, you know, because she does this thing where she's like clenches her knuckles before she plays the guitar. And I remember being like, oh, those knuckles, <laughs> look at them. They look so real. <laughs> um, but I mean, that CGI trailer in particular is one that I remember being like, this game's going to be good. Mm. Like, this trailer is... It's going to slap. This game's going to slap. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't give anything away. Mm -hmm. Everything in it is, like, self-contained. But you get, like, the vibe immediately. There's, like, dead bodies. Ellie's, like, going to go on a rampage. It's just so good. It's just one of those trailers that I look back and I was like, yes. Yes! And then when I watched it this morning, I was like, yes! <laughs> I'm ready to record a podcast! Let's do it! Yeah. But those are my three that I remember being like, this is good. These are good. Yeah. Dead Island is the one that everyone yeah. always mentions because that is that is the one that is that was just so impactful. And I think perhaps a trailer that most... Well, I think it, it it sort of wears two crowns for me as one of the most influential and important and amazing CG video game trailers ever, but also as the prime example of a, the, the real danger of a CG trailer in that it does not represent the game at all. Mm. Not at, not even a little bit. <laughs> it takes place on an island and sometimes you are in hotels. Yeah everything that made that trailer so special 
was completely absent from the film. Yeah. Then. So, you know, there we are. Um, I remember being extremely excited when I saw the announcement trailer for Mass Effect 3, mm-hmm. which is just sort of a gruff London boy with a sniper. And he's shooting at a big Ben. And you don't know what the game's going to be, apart from the fact it says Bioware at the start. Mm. Um, And he's basically talking up how everything's buggered. And it's like they they came from nowhere. Mm. They just suddenly arrived and it zooms out and it's London and there's just these huge reapers, like the huge reaper ships just all over and they're firing lasers and stuff. And it zooms all the way up out into, into orbit. And it shows the silhouette of Commander Shepard looking down over the action. Then he w- turns and walks towards the camera and you see the N7 logo on his arm. So good. And then it starts with a sort of synthy kind of music that Mass Effect has. Yeah. Excellent. Really good. Very short trailer. Does the job. Explains Earth is under attack. Commander Shepard needs to come and save the day, basically. Mm. Brilliant. I remember being extremely hyped for that. Then, of course, uh, it does have a little bit of gameplay on um, in it. But, and, and yeah, basically, this I'm just going to talk about a trailer that I really like, to be honest, because I think everything is taken from the game, but I don't think it really shows much much gameplay. It was the, the trailer for Batman Arkham City, which has, it's a song called uh, No Place for a Hero by The Heavy, mm-hmm. uh, which is also used in at the beginning of Borderlands 2. Yeah. Ain't no place for a hero. You know that one from Borderlands 2? Yeah. I thought it was There Ain't No Rest for the Wicked at the beginning of Borderlands. No, that's Borderlands 1. Oh. Borderlands 2 is a different song. Oh, yes. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So Ain't No Place for a Hero is a great song, and the heavier are a great band. And if you listen to their album, a lot of their music gets used in a lot of stuff, actually, because it's great. Like How You Like Me Now, Mm -hmm. that's used in a lot of stuff. That's them as well. Uh, So. That trailer was fantastic. And again, it was just sort of, you know, Batman, what are you like? You silly. He's stuck in the big city now. Uh, the last one I put down is actually The Last of Us 1, that announcement trailer, uh-huh. which was, it says captured directly from a PlayStation 3, but it's none of it is from the game. It's all, it's all just in-engine stuff. Yeah. And it's Joel in a very violent fist fight with a guy in that hotel you go to at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like, just caving his head in with like a big stick and it's like what the hell is what is naughty dog making yeah then he talks to ellie a little bit and then they get chased by the the clicker and there's that famous screenshot that you often see with the last of us where joel is like lent up against a wall with his gun and he's sort of like wincing as he cocks the gun because he knows it's going to make a noise Mm -hmm. and the clicker's going to chase him and stuff brilliant brilliant trailer to set the sort of scene for what the last of us would be all about there's some voiceover Mm -hmm. from ellie as well very vague stuff like he tells me about how there used to be lots of people here and stuff which again you know there's not really much of that conversation in the game but it's like a debut cg trailer not really cg but still yeah really good i think it sets the scene excellently and uh you know the game would then take a further three or so years to even come out but it was yeah really good really good it's a bit like um in uh was it the Game Awards? It must mm. have been the Game Awards this last year, or maybe it was Gamescom, I can't remember, where um, there was the Spider-Man yes. announcement trailer and the Wolverine one. Mm-hmm. And we literally just got like the swing of Wolverine's like claws. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh boy, yes, please. And then obviously the Spider-Man where there was Miles Morales and Peter Parker and then Out of the Darkness. Vemon. Vemon. Vernon. Vernon. <laughs> Vernon. Um, 
and like obviously since then you know we've not heard a lot but mm. that's like enough to be like oh i'm i'm ready now i I'm remember excited. not being so keen at the time and we were talking about it on the podcast because i couldn't really pinpoint why mm. and i you know i think it's too well, early both spider-man and wolverine like i'm excited that those games are coming yeah we sort of knew spider-man a sequel to spider-man was going to come anyway didn't know about wolverine mm. But yeah, like I, I walked away from that not feeling too excited. And I don't know if there was gameplay, if I would have been more excited Maybe. or if really I would, you know, there's a whole debate to be had about yeah. whether or not, you know, when's the right time to reveal a game. We talked about that a few weeks ago, actually. But like if if all you can do is show a CG trailer of Wolverine extending his claws, mm. as exciting as that is to know that that's coming. Yeah. We're far off seeing. Can it. we? Could we just wait? Yeah. And maybe announce it because even the first Spider-Man game ended and it said now in active development, but it showed gameplay, like it showed yeah. various snippets of real gameplay that would be in the final game, mm -hmm. and that was, a sh I found that way more exciting than the Wolverine announcement. As much as I'm looking forward to a Wolverine game, uh, but you know, what are your favourites at home? Yeah. Let us know Let and us put them in the comments, in the comments and do boy. tweets and stuff. Yeah. It's time to move on to a rather strange section. Oh, something a bit peculiar, perhaps. Could it be weird news? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It's weird news time. Time for some weird video game news. This week, weird video game news is sponsored by the following podcast producers. Nathan. Josh Plain. G.Y. Goliath. Sean Wegg. Corey Duffel. Ellie Nicholas. Erica Hutchinson. Melody L. Bonnet. Katie Garrett. And Gabrielle Philipping. Thank you so much, Thank podcast you so producers. Much, podcast producers. If you'd like to become a podcast producer, go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump and support us at the appropriate tier. I just got an important email. Oh, yeah? From LinkedIn. Hi, Ben. I'd like to join your LinkedIn network. Moxie! Mad Moxie, Mad Moxie wants, to be, wants to be in your LinkedIn Wants to be network. LinkedIn, buds. She is the... Chief Galactic Expansion Officer at Ballantine Scotch Whiskey, as we discussed on last week's podcast. Yeah. Uh, but 
Yeah, she's found me on... Does she follow you on Twitter? I don't know. She Does she follow me. you? Yeah. Nice. I don't follow her on Twitter, to be fair. But she's just tried to add me on LinkedIn, which is very exciting. I Will I accept? Maybe. I don't ever use LinkedIn, you know. She actually, she's accepted my... I When I, we first got the email, I like added her just for fun. Mm-hmm. And she's she has accepted me. So I am also linked in with Mad Moxie. You're, oh, so you're already there? Yeah, I'm already right, there. Right, okay. So you've complete. Why are we both on our phones? Because so you, 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 just, you brought it up and now you I was, just com- I was just completely looking. undercut my exciting news about being added. And you're like, well, I'm, I'm already there. I'm she already already best buds. All right, well, screw me, I, I suppose. What weird news have you got, Ashton? Well, I have some weird news that comes from Joe Halstead on Facebook. I believe it was submitted on Twitter as well, but it was a different article. So mm-hmm. this one comes from NME, me, written by Andy Brown. Russia reportedly bungles staged arrest for... Hmm. Russia reportedly bungles staged arrest by mistaking SIM cards for The Sims. And then in quotes, I genuinely believe this is a dumb federal security service officer being told to get three SIMs, said investigator Elliot Higgins. Russian federal security service has been accused of staging an assassination plot and mistaking orders to plant SIM cards for The Sims after three copies of the game auspiciously appeared at the scene of an arrest alongside Nazi paraphernalia. Yesterday, April 25th, the investigative committee of the Russian Federation reported that six people have been arrested in regards to assassination to an assassination plot. According to the committee, the group were working with Ukrainian security services and planned to target journalists and alleged propaganda, propagandist Vladimir Solov, Solovyov with a car bomb in Moscow. As reported by the New York Post, shared images... Shared images of the arrest scene led to skeptics suggesting the arrest were part of an operation to frame Ukrainian officials as Nazis, something that, something that Vladimir Putin has repeatedly claimed since the launch of its invasion of Ukraine. Um, the images in question display Nazi clothing and literature, Ukrainian passports, and, bizarrely, a copy of The Sims 3 with two physical expansions of the game. Since the images were shared, it's been suggested that Russian intelligence officer mistook the orders to plant three SIM cards for The Sims 3, Elliot Higgins, founder of investigation firm Bellingcat, joked the Sims 3 is part um, joked that the Sims 3 is part of a classic saboteur checklist and said, I genuinely believe this is a dumb FSB officer being told to get three Sims. Likewise, BBC journalist Francis Scar stroked the committee's extensive list of seized goods, including a bomb, thousands of rounds of ammo, seven guns, and eight Molotov cocktails, sounded very realistic and added to the images that compromise a Ukrainian neo-Nazi starter pack. So yeah, they accidentally, um, accidentally put three, uh, put a copy of The Sims Three instead of three Sims cards. So they've accused some Ukrainian officials of of a Nazi plot of to, a Nazi plot to assassinate some people of Russia importance to Russia. Yeah, but in, potentially instead of including three Sim cards that would, wow, that would uh, incriminate them. There are three copies of the Sims. There's the Sims three, and then two expansion packs. Oh my god! So they've just walked into like a Russian shop that sells CDs, Sim. DVDs, and games, yeah. and just picked up three copies of the Sims, Sims and put them there. Yeah, that is unbelievable. Yeah. Do you reckon that's true? I mean, we don't know, but I I highly doubt that. Like, why would they if include you were a it terrorist, in the findings? Why would it be featured so prominently in the yeah, findings exactly. among the Nazis? Like, stuff? you could just put them on the side if you're like, oh. 
they're terrorists, but also love to build houses in The Sims 3. We'll just leave those to the side. But no, they were front and center in the middle of these images shared by unbelievable. the Russian security team or whatever. That is so, so unbelievable. It's quite funny, but also like absolutely categorically ridiculous. It is. It is ridiculous. And uh, we the thing is, like, if they hadn't have done that, people may have believed. Mm. But because they messed up so bad yeah. and got The Sims 3, everyone's like, oh, you know out on a limb here and say this maybe this is correct. this is bollocks potentially <laughs> absolute bollocks we stand with ukraine we absolutely stand with ukraine uh would you like to know my weird news i would love to know your weird news my weird news comes from oh i've lost the email comes from facebook where matthew wesolowski mm. i believe uh submitted it and it is comicbook.com written by cade onda he sounds like a model combat character he does sound like a model. cool name Randy Orton's Elden Ring level is absurdly high. Okay. Randy Orton has apparently been grinding. This isn't a great writer um, because it doesn't explain who Randy Orton is. Who's Randy yeah, Orton? Yeah, uh, that should have been the first line of this. Come on, comic book. Randy Orton, who is a long-tenured WWE superstar. Okay. Uh, that was I thought it was a wrestler. Yeah, he's a wrestler. Has apparently been grinding the heck out of Elden Ring. It then explains what Elden Ring is for like... Five paragraphs. WWE star Randy Orton revealed on Twitter that he is one of the bigger fans of Elden Ring. Orton noted how he is spending his free time while traveling by bus by playing Elden Ring. Good write-up. In response to a fan, the professional wrestler noted that he is an astonishing level 527 in Elden Ring, which may be a joke given how absurdly high it is. With that said, given he's spending a lot of time on the road, Elden Ring may be one of the few ways for him to entertain himself. Perhaps Orton's love for the game also pushed him to look up some glitches where he was able to quickly level up. Maybe. What level are you in Elden Ring? should have proofread this. Um, I'm Just for context. like level 200 and something. Right, okay. I do not believe for a second that this is legit. Anyway, there's um, I've got his tweets here. Someone said Knoxville to St. Louis. Uh, Louis. St. Louis is seven hours. Uh, Randy Orton replies, eight hours by bus. I'm playing Elden Ring and celebrating myself. I had to take a bathroom break, so I decided to check up on Elon. And first thing I saw was your comment. I'm assuming he's just talking about Twitter generally. Yeah. I felt inclined to respond, so I did. Now I'm going to go back to slaying demigods and absorbing their runes, says Randy Orton with a little emoji of a snake. Good for him. Uh, good to have hobbies. What's your rank? Someone replies, 527, lol. And then there are loads of responses that are just like, that is not really, that can't be right. <laughs> That's, no. You can't be 527. As somebody who has exploited the system mm -hmm. to boost certain characters of mine, maybe Barbara for streams, to get to level 527 is a mammoth task. That is not, you're not doing that on the bus. Mm -hmm. Is he playing it on a laptop? Maybe he's is got he... a PlayStation, maybe? On the... Oh yeah, maybe he's it's got one of like those really bus, fancy an American, buses. Like, big tour That's bus, true. I'm just thinking that he's just sat in a, like a two-seater. No. You know, he's just sat next to someone else on no, the bus. No, I don't think he will be. You don't think that's likely? No. Okay. Uh, but there we are. That's That's literally the news article. It's not a great article. Uh, I think it's an interesting story. Yeah. But the article I should have read in advance. So you don't believe Randy? I don't that. believe Randy Orton. You think he's lying? You I think Randy, Randy Orton, Orton is lying. Liar. I think Randy Orton is playing Elden Ring. I don't think he's level 527. I do not believe that. If he's playing little sessions on the buses for a few hours at a time. Mm. I mean, there's a good stints to be playing Elden Ring. 
They aren't good stints if you're level 527. That is all day, every day, unless he's cheated, of course. Which, you know, is fine. You can do that if you want, as long as you don't go and grief other players. But uh, yeah, Randy Orton. Playing Randy Elden Ring. Orton. He's playing Elden Ring and he's better than all of us, apparently. Yeah, he's the best at Elden Ring. Now, if you excuse me, I'm going back to slaying demigods and absorbing their runes. Snake emoji. Snake emoji. Because he's the Viper. That's his nickname. Oh, the Viper, Randy okay. Orton. Okay, I yeah. thought maybe the, the snake has something to do with like the demigods. Or could, could well be. There, there are snakes in the game. Um, but okay. he is a snake man. A snake I didn't realize he signed off his tweets I'm with a, a little snake. with a little snake emoji. It's quite cute, actually. Hmm. It's my weird news. Yeah, let's have a question three, I believe. Mm. This comes from Bartek Kubica. Luckily, Bartek included a how to pronounce my surname in, That's helpful. in their name. Yeah. Um, Greetings, walruses. I recently finished Heavenly Sword. It was a weird game bearing, sig- bearing Signum Temporis. It made me think about voice acting. Anna Torv was great. I didn't even recognize her, but I do, oh yes, recognize Andy Serkis. Mm-hmm. Veterans like Ashley Birch can play both Tiny Tina and Aloy. In Scarface Game from 2006, Al Pacino personally chose the actor to replace him. On the other hand, I cannot imagine Johnny Silverhand speaking in any other vo- in a voice other than Keanu Reeves. What's your opinion? Do you prefer the instantly recognizable Hollywood voice or the subtle range of voice actors? Bye-bye, skibbity-dibbity-bap. <laughs> Thank you, Bartek. Thank you, Bartek. So, what do you prefer? Do you like the famouses or do you like the voice actors? I don't personally have a preference, Mm -hmm. but I would rather a voice actor was employed because they are talented than a Hollywood actor employed because of their name. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I mean, not everyone is good at voice acting. No. And not everyone who is a good actor is necessarily good at voice acting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that as long as like they're talented, I don't really have an issue with who's employed. However, I know that there are incredibly talented voice actors who do video games. Ashley Birch blows my mind. Like having gone from playing Horizon to into, like, into Tiny Tina and being like, that's the same person. Mm-hmm. And it does blow my mind how like versatile that she is. Same with... Um, mm-hmm. Laura Bailey. Yes. She's very talented as well. I mean, there's lots of obviously very talented voice actors, but I do think that like, you can always, you can kind of tell when someone's been hired because they are famous and they have a very recognizable voice. Yeah. And I think that it, as much as that is great and it does sell your game, it doesn't always constitute a good character. Peter Dinklage as Ghost in Destiny. Matthew Perry in Fallout New Vegas as Benny. Kiefer Sutherland as Snake in Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah. Bad. Not Bad. good. But like, thing, then you could go like uh, Stephen Merchant as... Wheatley. Wheatley. And... Um, Samuel L. Jackson as the policeman officer in, in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Is he's, he really? He was good in that, yeah. I didn't know he was in that. And then Bill Nye was in Destiny 1 and 2, I believe. Yeah. Hmm. How do you feel about I him? I quite liked him in it. I, it was just, I mean, he wasn't in it very much. His character wasn't... My problem with that, and it's the problem I also have with prolific voice actors who are in everything, Mm. Troy Baker, Nolan North, is that I hear, excuse me, is that I hear them and go, that's Bill Nye. Yeah. That's Troy Baker. That's Mm. just Troy Baker. Like playing Miles Morales. The character he plays in Miles Morales is just his voice. Yeah. And there was a big problem for Nolan North, especially in sort of the the late noughts into the the early tens, Mm. is that he was in so much stuff but clearly he was just being asked 
to do that voice like just just do yeah. just do Nathan Drake which yeah. is kind of just his voice yeah. uh but then you know he was David in the last of us part 1 mm-hmm. and nobody knew it was him until the credits rolled and it was like oh my god that was Nolan North he can do other voices yeah. and then he played the penguin in the batman games as well and again you know if you if you listen carefully you like, can tell it's him yeah. but it's like he can they can do other voices uh, Troy Baker in particular is the is the worst example at the moment because he's in everything all the time. Yeah. But in uh, The Last of Us, Joel doesn't sound like Troy Baker. No. And yet Troy Baker keeps do- doing roles where he is Troy Baker. Mm-hmm. And it really throws me off. Yeah. I think that a lot of the time you can... Sometimes an actor will like just blend in so seamlessly to a character you don't even realize. The guys, I sometimes like you say, get surprised that who a voice actor is in a game, and I'm like, oh, I did not even, I didn't notice that at all the whole way through. But then sometimes, like, I mean, Mark Hamill has done Mm. um, voice acting for cartoons and video games and stuff, and you can't very often tell it's him. I mean, like, again, if you listen really carefully and you know it's someone, Mm. you can tell it's them. But sometimes I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, that's. So and so, and I'm like, I did not realize that until like someone tells me or like it's pointed out to me or they say something. Yeah. But like, like you say, sometimes it's just Troy Baker doing Troy Baker. This is as someone. Yeah, it's, just it's Troy. Troy Baker. It's Troy Baker's voice. This yeah. is why the Guardians of the Galaxy game was so nice. Yeah, because that was a, a cast of experienced people into from the world of acting, but they aren't prolific enough for me to identify any of their voices. Mm. And that was so nice and so refreshing. And you compare that to the Avengers, where they literally assembled Earth's mightiest voice actors. So it was like, I know who all these voices are. This is, that's not Iron Man. That's Nolan North. (laughs) They all just sound like they're voice actors and they're extremely talented. And there's a reason that they get all these roles. But, it doesn't mean that it doesn't take me out of the experience yeah. to hear them there. And exactly the same is true for bringing in famouses. You know, sometimes they do a good job and sometimes face, they don't. Like when it's like their face as well, it puts me off. Like yeah. In Forbidden West with Tilda being... I don't know. I am played From it. Matrix. Oh, right. Uh, the woman. Yeah, I know who you mean. What's her name? It's not, her character in The no, Matrix. Her, her real name. I don't know her real name. <sighs> Keanu's mate. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember what her name is. Um, but she plays Tilda, and it's just her. Her face. Her face. But, like, she's wearing a, a space yeah. outfit. Same with Johnny Silverhand. I'm like, oh, it's just Keanu Reeves. Mm. Why Why couldn't we have just changed his face a little bit? Like, I know people love Keanu Reeves, and he is a handsome man. Same with Death Stranding. It's just like... This That's is Troy just, Baker. This is Troy Baker. That's Troy Baker right there. Or and Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Like, yeah. I'm like, this is, just, this is just them. I think it's okay. It, it takes me out when I know that... I know that, like, they're in movies and they have the same face in movies and mm. stuff. But I can have... There's, like, a level of disconnect when you're watching a movie in that, like, these people have... They always look like human beings. They're going to have to look like themselves because they're just acting in a front of a camera. But a video game where you've got all of these like made up characters that are all completely kind of separate. Like Ayla doesn't look like Ashley Birch because she'd be about three foot tall, three foot shorter even. And like she looks very different. And when you know these characters are created and then you just have one person who is a real person, it always puts me off. Yeah. Do you know what her name is? Yeah. 
No, I wasn't I actually looking her K. up. I was looking up a, a different person because I can't, I can't find who the actor is. I think it's okay if... Why does, it, why does the Wikipedia not tell me who played Wikipedia. this character? Wikipedia is good, isn't it? Okay, I can't, I can't find them. Basically, what I was going to say is I don't mind a celebrity appearing in a game if they do a good job mm -hmm. as themselves with their own face. What throws me off it is when they appear in... And this, this is a weird disconnect that I don't have with films. Yeah. And I don't have with TV shows. It'll just be like, oh, it's them. Cool. Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss. Um, what does throw me off, though, is when we've got games and we're starting to have this now where the same famous person slash actor will appear in more than one game, mm -hmm. but have the same face. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, 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 no. But you are, you're, I, pl I played alongside you in that game. Yeah. So the, the lady who plays, uh, Kia Junda or Sia Junda in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Sia Bunda, maybe. Um, she is also in a couple of other things as well. Yeah. I think she might be in an upcoming uh, Tom Clancy game as well. Right. I can't remember. She was at the Game Awards or Gamescom Opening Night mm -hmm. Live or something like that. And it was just like it's you, but you're that's you're meant to be in Star Wars. You yeah. can't be in this as well as with the same face. That's yeah. that's really throwing me off. I think it's best when they do the voice and then they're like, can, can you imagine if Joel looked like Troy Baker? That would be so weird. And then you'd see Troy and then you'd see Joel in Death Stranding as well, yeah. wearing a gold mask. Like, mm. no, that would be weird. There's some I don't know why there's a disconnect between films and games I think it's the like same that. thing of like when we were talking about, you know, sex scenes in movies versus sex scenes in video games. Is that being in so much more involved in a video mm. game and like having so much more kind of control over a character or like the side character and having them with you when you're playing a game that you kind of every game like every IP is so different yeah. that if you go from playing like you know Jedi Fallen Order to what's the game that she's in that you were saying? Uh, who? Oh, um, the a Tom Clancy game. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure which one. They, but these yeah, are different. These are completely different like experiences, and they're so self-contained. Mm. And then suddenly, like, oh well, it's just her, but she's now now she's in like a full suit of armor with a gun. I'd and much stuff. prefer they just do the voice and yeah. have them be a different person. I don't know what it is. I think it is just the the level of control you have in a video game and the level mm. of kind of choice that you can make that when you're suddenly given them again somewhere else, it can be a bit off-putting. Yeah. And even with sometimes with voices, like you say, if it's just, you know, Nolan North doing Nolan North in this game, and then, oh, it's just Nolan North doing Nolan North in this game, it's kind of like, well, this it's hard to kind of be like, well, this is the same character, or like mm. this is the same person, and I know that for a fact. There's a, a level of disconnect you have to have from the actors and the game itself to really enjoy the story, I think, and sometimes it can bring you out of it quite yeah. a lot. Yeah. I d ultimately, as long as they do a good job, that's fine. But yeah. there, there are, yeah, there are certainly, there are certainly aspects that do, they don't wind me up, but they do, it is, it's a bit of a mental hurdle to, mm. to overcome. Mm -hmm. Just sort of, that's the same guy. Or that's just Kiefer Sutherland. He's been brought in to replace a very popular and beloved voice actor who's had this role for 20 years. Yeah. And he's set, he's clearly too expensive for them to write many lines for him. So he stands in a lot of scenes silently. Yeah. And all he does is speak like Kiefer Sutherland. 
It's weird. Like it's just bizarre. You can sometimes it's so. I suppose in the in the on the topic of bringing in real big name Hollywood actors, they have to really get involved and get mm. stuck in. They can't just be brought in for name value alone. And yeah. I think so many times that is the case where it's like, we got Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones to do the Destiny ghost bot. Mm. It's like, great. Is he going to do a good job? No. No. But okay. His name's on it. Well, then couldn't you have got literally anyone else like Nolan North, who they eventually ended up using, who does talk like Nolan North, but in a slightly higher voice. <laughs> in this, uh, that's just Nolan North. Um, yeah. I'd prefer that but to, to Dinklage phoning it in. Yeah. yeah. But so, like, I think Keanu Reeves did a great job of Storm yeah. Silverhand. And I think that, like, he's obviously, he. Get, I mean, he's Keanu Reeves. He gets into anything you put him in. But, mm -hmm. like, I do think that you can tell when they've just been like, um, you have to, do, uh, you've been signed a contract, you have to do this. And they're like, okay, fine. But also, there's a, a thing of, like, voice actors have a certain. Um, Following like the claptrap voice actor, obviously mm. got swapped for Borderlands Three. Uh, yeah. He's not doing it anymore, and I think that there was a lot of people being like, "Well, I don't like it. It's not quite correct. It's mm -hmm. slightly different, and and I don't like different. Bring back normal." And I think that there's a obviously a fair enough. The whole claptrap thing was interesting in itself, but I think that people have a connection with a lot of voices after a certain series of games that yeah. you've played with. They changed so, Vaughn as well. Vaughn had a different voice. Yeah, that's Vaughan true. Or no. was it the other guy? Who's the, which one was Vaughn? Was Vaughn the one Vaughan who's was running the, around in his pants? In his pants. Okay, not Vaughn. Reese. Reese, yeah. Troy, that was literally a Troy Baker voice. <laughs> yeah. Literally a Troy Baker voice, Reese. And just they just Troy recast Baker. him, and it was so weird mm. seeing him speak without that voice. Yeah. Really bizarre. Yeah. It's, it is weird. It's very important, though. I can't quite put my finger on precisely what matters and what doesn't, but mm. it's it does make a difference. It is, it's an important yeah. thing for developers to keep in mind. Shall we move on to something? Are you all right? Yeah, my jeans are really tight. I think they sat down too long. Ago. Okay, what we'll do is we're on to the next my, section. You can my do fat thighs. <laughs> you, can do, you can do a little stretch. Is what I was going. You didn't have to say that. And then we'll and then we'll do big do big discussion. <laughs> It's big discussion time. Time for the big discussion, which comes courtesy this week of Fergus Jeffs. Fergus says, Hey guys, recent reports have surfaced saying that both Microsoft and Sony have plans to implement ads into their free-to-play games in the near future. The plan is for these ads to become part of the natural gameplay experience, like digital billboards, and to offer in-game rewards to players for watching certain ads and promotions. Personally, how do you feel about ads being featured in video games, albeit free-to-play titles? Is this a natural progression to ensure that these games and their developers make money, or is advertising something that you believe shouldn't be included in any video game, regardless of its model all the best fergus jeffs nearly rhymes can you imagine if his last name all the was... befs fergus jeffs <laughs> <laughs> yes please sign off all your correspondence like that from now on i've got a little uh, write-up here from vg247 that yeah, goes into some might. more detail uh, according to sources speaking with business insider sony is currently testing with uh, testing with ad tech partners to help developers insert ads in free-to-play games as a way for studios to monetize titles currently the ads are limited to in menu and sony in and sony intends to put the plan into place by the end of 2022 the ads would be eventually uh sorry the the ads would eventually be inserted into PlayStation games but they would appear as part of the game similar to a digital billboard the report goes on to state that players who watch ads could be rewarded with in-game items such as skins 
Microsoft's plan would see advertisers place ads inside free-to-play games as well. This, uh, the firm is currently looking into various ad tech companies and ad agencies to help with the process, said sources speaking with Business Insider. Business Insider. Blah. The company seems adamant, though, that the ads be subtle and akin to dynamically rendered billboards so as not to impede gameplay. It also doesn't want customer data to be used by other companies. Microsoft is looking for ads to go live by the third quarter. See, I was a bit confused about this. Yes. Because if I remember correctly, there's already adverts in games. There's already, like, stuff all over the place. I don't know if you remember Death Stranding mm-hmm. about bajillion cans of monster. Well, that's I it. know that it's, like, more obvious, like, not just product placement, but things like FIFA on the whatever the bit around, yeah, yeah. you know, they've all got, there's, like, Adidas adverts and you know, adverts. I know that, that it's kind of meant to build the game, but they could make fake ones up. And that's probably already stuff that's agreed. That's part of the licensing agreement yeah. with FIFA because they probably already sponsored yeah, FIFA. Exactly. Same goes for WWE, the most yeah. recent game. And the last few games have always had like tie-in trophies mm-hmm. with like KFC and Snickers yeah. and stuff. Uh, like Snick- the, there's like the Snickers Satisfies trophy and there's a Snickers logo. Oh, I like it's, Snickers. I don't. I think I'm hungry. <laughs> it's pretty insidious, but I don't think that's a decision by 2K to make more money. No. I think that's already a, a, a contract thing that, that WWE has with those companies. But I think, don't like games like Forza and... Um, Forza Horizon and yeah, Gran, Gran Turismo. Turismo. Don't they have like adverts and stuff on I billboards? I can't speak to those specifically, I but there have been plenty... Gran, I've not played Gran Turismo, but I've mem- I don't know if I'm remembering correctly or if it's like a just slightly fake advert from like Forza. But I just seem to remember there being like things on cars and you could sponsor them by like sponsored by Red Bull or whatever with a lot of like race cars. Again, that might be, yeah, might be another a, contractual yeah. thing, but that, that but, money probably doesn't benefit the developer. Yeah. That won't benefit Microsoft, probably. But I think, personally, as long as it doesn't interrupt my gaming experience, you know, if I'm not in, like, a Horizon kind of situation and suddenly I'm stumbling upon an ad, like a billboard that's still working, that's got an ad for, like, Coca-Cola or something on it, it's not, like, massively taking me out of the experience. If it's mm. just in the menu and it's just, like... You know how on YouTube there's the little bottom ads that mm-hmm. pop up, or banner ads. a little banner ad, or like, or if it's just kind of like on the the like scrolly thing that they sometimes have that goes through like announcements. Mm. I don't really mind that much if it's a free to play game that I'm not paying for and I don't pay for any microtransactions and I'm not like actively paying for customized like a uh, gun customizations or skins or anything. I really. I don't mind. If it starts coming into games that I've paid for, mm. maybe I'll be a bit miffed. Because I've already given them it? like 70 quid. I don't want to then have to sit through an advert to play my game. But if I haven't paid anything for it and I've never given this company any of my money, put a little advert in there. I don't mind. I sit through adverts on my brand Project Makeover app all the time. <laughs> and I, I don't, don't mind. I don't think that there's a person alive who plays games that will be happy about this no. news. I'm not but, over the moon. But there is a chance that it might not affect things too badly. Mm-hmm. But then again... We don't know yet. It's just going to keep getting pushed and pushed yeah. and pushed. And how long is it before someone takes it too far? Yeah. That's not to say that someone will. Definitely. But it's probably pretty likely someone's going to take it too far. We've done a top 10 list before about uh, shameless product placement in video games. Mm. Weirdly, a lot of them are Kojima games. Um, there was... It, what was it in... Um, 
Alan Woke, uh, <laughs> where he, uh-huh. it, there's like Duracell adverts and yeah. stuff, just like really like, what is going on here? This is bizarre. I think Obama ran billboard adverts in uh, uh, Burnout Paradise, I think at the time, briefly. Good. Um, just stuff like that, where it's, as long as it doesn't take you out of the experience, that's fine. A lot of games have done it. The Monster Energy is just, there's it's no, ridiculous. there's no defending that. I'm sorry. No defending Monster Energy and Death Stranding at all. That mm-hmm. that just does not make any contextual sense whatsoever. That's the thing. Contextually, like, if it makes sense, mm. like I was saying here, Ryzen, if we find like a knocked down billboard that's like all scuffed up and like rubbish. Come and get the new says, taco like, ball. <laughs> cola on it. <laughs> but it's not like this flashing only. and bright or whatever. Like, yeah. okay, it's an advert, but it contextually makes sense. You make sense. your way through a ruined building and there's one relic of the past. <laughs> and just it's a, just a perfectly just preserved a... KFC. Just <laughs> With a man still with a there man like, waiting. waiting to serve you chicken. Oh, you want a double down? <laughs> you want a 20-piece hot wing bucket? Um, but yeah, like, if it makes contextual sense, then I guess, like, then there's already probably going to be an advert there. Like, yeah. if, if there should be an advert there in the context pretty much guarantee is going to be an advert there. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. But as long as that doesn't... It sounds like both Sony and Microsoft are going to be pretty strict about the fact that it has to be mm. free-to-play titles. Um, neither company offers that many, I believe, at the moment, but Sony is looking to make, like, 10 live service games or something in mm. the next Woo! decade. or Yeah, fantastic. Woo! So it'll probably be chock full of those. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, as long as it makes contextual sense, like Crazy Taxi, for example worked so well with the it had a pizza hut in it mm. and a kfc mm-hmm. and stuff like that and it didn't feel odd so, you know take me to the kfc i want to go to the kfc like that nobody had any any issue with that because it was it just kind of made sense yeah but a game like i, I think I, my mind can't be taken off the these ads being in like a, a premium product mm-hmm. so like a gta mm-hmm. or a saints row Mm-hmm. games like that where they would you would imagine it would be perfect to put real ads in but half the appeal of those games is the humor of the the fake it's world it's not real yeah the it, fake ads too, so the advert like, for pretend things if yeah. they started putting stuff in there that'd be rubbish that would yeah. ruin such a huge part of what makes those games special mm. you know their their own unique charm and their their ridiculous writing and and so on and so forth what do you think about rewards being offered for sitting through an advert well when i played project makeover mm-hmm. i will watch an advert to get an extra life and only if i'm feeling like i can i could do it this time i can definitely do it this time okay. but most of the time i don't bother but like i think that if you're i would rather sit through an advert than have to pay real money for something mm. like I, if it's like a, a a minute long advert fine if i want it if I want it bad enough, a skin for my gun. If I want that pink skin for my gun bad in, enough. In Project Makeover. In Project Makeover. Mm-hmm. I will sit through the advert. I would rather sit through an advert than pay a pound for it. But. But also, I'd rather not have to do either of those things. You do realize that these skins, I'm just realizing, and now do you realize, mm. that these skins, these reward skins you're getting, will probably be directly related to the advert you're watching. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If you watch this advert, you will get a Big Mac you grenade. You get a Big Mac grenade. Yeah. Or like, if you watch this, your gun will That actually sounds rad, though. I kind of want a Big Mac sound, grenade. That sounds kind of good. Sounds wicked. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's someone's going to take it too far. Yeah, and, and then everyone will be like, 
now the floodgates. Absolutely flood not. Well, that's the thing. Or if if it, people don't kick up enough of a fuss, yeah. the floodgates will be open and it's game over, quite yeah. frankly. It and only takes one bad apple. One bad apple. To put a stupid thing in a to game. To put a stupid thing in a game. And we're all screwed. Perfect. That's the phrase. Put it on a tea towel. Yeah. Uh, as you say, though, these kinds of in-ad implementations or sort of in-game ad implementations, sorry, this isn't new to gaming, but it mm. is very much a pillar of mobile gaming. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people listening to this podcast probably don't play that many mobile games or at the very least, that I isn't their... I hate mobile games. That isn't, yeah, I know you hate them. That isn't their primary source of gaming. They won't go yeah. home and play a mobile game for the evening, for example. Mm. Um, not that anyone would do no, that, I, I don't, suppose. I That's don't not a good that. example. <laughs> but even so, I imagine most people will get their primary gaming entertainment mm. from a console or a PC who are listening or watching this. Yeah. Um, and so the prospect of ads going into those kinds of games is probably quite daunting. And that's why there's a big fuss being kicked up about this. Mm. However, when I used to play mobile games, there was always a part of me that hoped in those games that you couldn't buy, they they were just free and they were stuffed full of adverts. I wish they just offered a premium version so well, I could they, get rid of all of this crap. Nowadays, they mostly do. They're like, play ad free. But and are we going to get that on console? Or is it, are we, if you want to play Sony's hit, Destiny inspired live service game, so excited. We're all excited for it. So excited. Are they going to offer a premium version? Are they going to offer an, a subscription to get rid of adverts? Mm -hmm there's there's going to be a lot of but then would you would you pay for it or would you pay for a game that everyone else is playing for, playing for free just because you don't like adverts? you don't like adverts. well that's the thing it depends how bad they make the adverts the and if they want to sell this they're going to really ramp up the adverts to make yeah. them completely obnoxious yeah. and that's that's not good even in a free-to-play game you don't want that no but my main concern is it sneaking its way into full-priced games mm -hmm. and as long as we don't get there that's fine but I've, there are very few free-to-play games that I've played that have really held my attention. I think Warzone is the only one, and that's only because all of my friends played it. And mm -hmm. as soon as we started, a, you know, one or two of us stopped playing it, none of us play it anymore. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily the game that was keeping us there. It was just a, a, game to play a communal thing that we could yeah. play. Yeah, exactly. So if there was a game that was full of obnoxious adverts, and it was pretty fun, but then they said, hey, you know, you pay five or a month, we'll take this away. I'd be like, absolutely not. Let me buy. It, it it will be almost like the 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 live streaming situation we're in at the moment, yeah. where you've got to have a billion different live streaming packages to be mm. able to watch all the stuff that you used to be able to get from Netflix. Mm -hmm. um, it's just going to make me think, man. Do you remember when we used to pay fifty to seventy pounds for like a really good finished game that had no adverts in it? Whatever happened to that? Can we go back to that? Yeah. I just. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm not thrilled about this. I don't think anybody will be, but. It doesn't sound if like it's, it's going to... If it's just what they say it is, mm -hmm. if it's just what they have said, it's just free-to-play games and it'll mainly just be in the menu or on like digital billboards, Yeah. then fine. As long as it stays that and that's all it ever becomes yeah. in this capitalist nightmare of a world, then that's fine. But if it, be but if it starts to sneak in, like you say, to everything else then I will eat my words and I will say this is not a good thing and I hate it. But for now, I don't mind. You don't mind. Because it's just, if it's what they say it is, then it doesn't personally affect me that much. And if I did like to play a free-to-play game, mm -hmm. it's free. I've not paid any money for it's it. It's very true. You could always just bugger off, yeah, exactly. not play it. Interestingly, though, from this write-up, uh, Sony 
intends to put the plan into place by the end of 2022. Currently, as far as I'm aware, Sony doesn't really have any free-to-play games at all, which leads me to so believe that be there might be a free-to-play game. game by the end of 2022, mm -hmm. by the end of this year. Microsoft looking for ads to go live by the third quarter. Um, if that's, I don't know if that's their financial year or not, but certainly towards the end of this year, at the very least. Mm -hmm. I know uh, Sea of Thieves is free to play, yeah, but I have no idea what kind of contextual ads would go into Sea of Thieves, really. Grog. Grog. Anyone want to buy Grog? So, Captain Morgan's rum. Maybe. Probably. Honestly, yeah. could could well be that some sort of banana brand, Dole yeah. or whatever they're maybe. called, uh, yeah, could could go in there. Uh, but there may be some sneaky hints there that we might be getting some games mm -hmm. for this monetization to be used for at least tested on so Goody. so exciting the gaming is the future and the future is bright yeah love it let us love know what you it. think of course of the uh, in-game adverts and if you think this is the worst thing to ever happen or we just don't know enough information yet we just gotta wait and see if the world burns it will it will burn. Mm -hmm. But maybe not for this reason. Not yet, anyway. Soon. Potentially. Soon, though. Couple years time. Get excited. Soon. The world's going to be on fire. Yeah, it yeah. already is in some bits. So yeah. it's all good. Anyway, until then, <laughs> we'll bury our heads in the sand and play video games yeah. until those are ruined as well. Ashton, yes. if people want to get in touch with us. Can I tell them where to find us? Yes, please. Okay. You can find us on... You can find us on youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump. We do videos and live streams on both of those. We do live streams on Twitch sometimes and on YouTube sometimes. And when we do those live streams, we're modded by Lord Brodovich, Charlie Badger, and Mr. Black. Mm -hmm. um, if you have a free, if you have a free, if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, well, guess what you get? A free Twitch sub, in case you didn't know. And if you fancy maybe just giving a little a little nod to us without having to pay any extra hours and Prime subscription, why not give your free Twitch sub to us? Mm. Um, we have a Twitter and a Facebook. It's twitter.com, facebook.com forward slash team triple jump for video game and live stream videos and live stream announcements on Twitter and some legacy content on Facebook and also uh, just please follow us on Facebook. That'd be so great. Thanks so much. Um, <laughs> We are, uh, thank you to Fraser, who manages the community and the Facebook and the Twitter. He does a fantastic job. Mm. We have a TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Team Triple Jump. I don't know why there's an at in it, but there just is. And we also have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. Check out the tiers. There's all kinds of cool things going on the Patreon if you fancy looking. We have a website, shippleja.mup. That's shippleju.mp. It spells jump. jump. Isn't that clever? It is. If you want to join our Discord and talk to our wonderful community, why not go to shippleja.mup forward slash Discord on Discord, but modded by Jack, Joe, Tori, and Hollow Eyes. And if they tell you to do something, bloody well do it. We, if you... <laughs> I know what I was going to say. Weevil. Weevil. <laughs> um, if you were listening to I once went to a service station, right? Okay. And it said that we got, they, we've got Wi Fi, it said. And yeah. I thought it said We Fit. And I was really excited. <laughs> They've got a We Fit here. Oh That's awesome. Nice. They've got a waifu here. A waifu. Will you be my waifu? Um, if you want to listen to the podcast in its audio form, maybe you're going shopping with a colleague at the weekend and want to blur them out with something fun, why not go to triplejet.map forward slash podcast to find what out where you can Blur them out? But they talk to you and you can just put your headphones in and pretend you're listening and but actually listening to a podcast instead. Wow. Blur them out. That's so rude. Yeah, I'm I would gonna, never do I'm that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> um, if you want to buy some sick and cool merch... 
wrong side. This side. This is a cool. Look how cool this jacket is. It's a cool jacket. You can still buy our limited edition cat t-shirt till the fifth of May, mm-hmm. and all profits go to Cats Protection. And I think they're pretty, pretty nifty, t- nifty t-shirts. Yeah. You can go to triplejumpshop.com and make sure you're following at triplejumpshop on Twitter to find out about all the latest merch announcements. Mm-hmm. So there. So there. My turn. Why not follow uh, Plop Boy and Ashton on Twitter and Instagram at that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton and myself mm-hmm. just on Twitter at Confused underscore Dude. We do lists every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Thursday being the joint stream. Blaze it. On YouTube. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday being solo streams on Twitch. Worst Games Ever is fortnightly Friday for patrons of a certain tier. Sunday for everybody else. The podcast is every Saturday. We do shows all the bloody time. Why not leave a review on iTunes or your platform of choice? A five-star review. If you wouldn't mind. Um, it helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. So much coming out this week. So much going on. Facebook.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. 9.7 thousand now. Please get us to 10. We are so close. Uh, worst Games Ever. It is a Worst Games Ever week. It is a Worst Games Ever It's week. also a main menu week, isn't it? Yeah. Finally. this one We filmed this one ages ago. We did film this one a long time um, ago. There is, <laughs> this one is a little bit broken. In that, in the middle of filming it, the microphone stopped working. You can still hear everything we say. You can still hear everything we say. It's just sometimes you just hear James breathing <laughs> down, the, down the camera. It's nice because you can hear him laugh. I think it's added, it adds a little something and to it. And you can it. hear him tell Mr. Happy that he loves him, yeah. which you would never have heard. No, if, he whispers him a little, I love you. And I love you. We would never have heard that otherwise. Yeah. Um, but I think it's really good. It's pretty gross. It should be out now. So we made banana yes. beef pudding from World of Warcraft mm. at the request of... Editor Alex's fiance, Sarah. Oh, really? She said, why do you never make anything World of Warcraft? And then I think she sent me the recipe, or she sent Alex to send it to me, mm-hmm. the recipe. So we are. it was inspired by her. Incredible. So, Incredible. Well, there yeah, we are. It's a good one. It's a it good out. one. We are in the Cats Protection Muse letter for spring. We are. Uh, if you got one in the post like I did the other day and thought, oh, is this the one? Because I know that we're meant to be in it. We're right in, in the middle, yeah. centerfold, picture of all three of us. There we yeah. are. Um, the only centerfold we may ever make. Mm, no, one of many, I'm sure. The first of many. Mm-hmm. We finally got our 100,000 subscriber plaque oh, in the post. Oh, we did, yeah. Yeah, we finally got that. You will have seen us post photos with it. We, we're we on 207,000 subscribers now. Um, we passed 100,000 before you even before joined. Before even started. And... We didn't realize that you had to apply for one, so we've just been waiting. <laughs> and eventually we realized we applied for one and that has arrived. And that's mm-hmm. nice. It's exciting. Ours looks wall. much nicer than Goldaholic's. Oh, it does. Theirs is one of those rubbish ones in like the little glass box. Mm. Ours is all shiny rubbish. and silver. It's good stuff. We set a uh, speedrun record for Puss in Boots. We did. After the Cats Protection stream we last week where we raised a lot of money. And thank you so much to all of you for all your support. Remember, triplejumpshop.com if you want to buy a limited edition cat shirt featuring all three of us as cats. Uh, you can go do that. We played through the whole of Puss in Boots on Wii without realizing that we would. it was that short. We would finish it. And then someone, at one, I think one of our mods in the live stream chat said, oh, by the way, uh, like currently you're on record for like third in the third fastest speed mm-hmm. speed run. Like, well, might as well. And this was, was with us stopping to swap players and also at one point taping a sword to my hand. Yeah, we were not going we for a speed run. We were not going run. for a speed run, but we so are third, third best. We are third best. I submitted the speed run time. Turns out that there were no listed moderators. So then I, I got in touch with speedrun.com, said, hey, do you need a moderator for this? I'll do it. 
And so we're now in charge of Puss in Boots, Captain Scarlet, and the Sniper 2. And hopefully, if tonight goes as planned, mm-hmm. we'll also hold the speed run for Jungle, Jungle Book, Book Groove, Groove Party. Party speed run. Yep, I yeah. will be submitting that tomorrow as soon as the VOD goes live. Uh, hugely exciting. And then we'll, we will have... We will be four. We will hold four speedrun records. Not first place, but we are on the leaderboards. We've set speedrun mm-hmm. records. So, what a time to be what alive! What a time to be alive! Incredible, Ashton. One more time, could you tell me the name of the sponsor for this week? Of course, I can. Uh, new entry into the Bible in time for Easter, three weeks ago. Two weeks mm-hmm, ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's of course the Stanley Stanley's Parable, Ultra Deluxe Edition. Praise be to Stanley. Amen. Amen. Eamon Holmes. Thank you so much for watching slash listening, everybody. We will see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.